Welcome back to another episode of Gaming News with me, Eleni. I use she, her pronouns, and my wonderful co-host. That's me, Kigurzo, too. I use he, him pronouns. So how are you doing today, Eleni? <laughs> For the most part, I'm doing pretty well. Yourself? Not bad. Not bad. We have some rather unfun topics to cover today. Yep. So... On February 24th, 2022, Russian troops invade Ukraine. We told you it was a little heavy. So the interesting thing that we actually want to talk about is the gaming industry's... Uh-oh, I blanked on the word. <laughs> response, thank you. So what we want to talk about is the gaming industry's response to what is happening between Russia and Ukraine. Not just the military or monetary fallout that's been happening around the world, but... Quite a lot has happened within the gaming industry in regards to the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Now, it did take a little bit, but I just found it interesting that one of the first things that happened was actually EA Sports jumped in and said, Hey, due to this, we're going to remove all the Russian and Belarus teams from our games like FIFA and NHL, which I thought was just, you know, an interesting first step for them to take. While they were the two main ones, it, they've removed them from like all their esports things, I'm sure. All the competitions, just like, no, not having mm -hmm. And I think they've also started to... Uh, <clears throat> they have also withdrawn a lot of their sales and obviously in-game purchases and all that stuff from any games. Games, their virtual currency, all that has just been stopped in, those, in Russia and Belarus, which is very cool. Well, depending on who you are, but it's nice to see that some of these just gaming areas are standing up to uh, these big, big nations. Uh, and another one of the first ones was actually uh, Project CD, the makers behind Cyberpunk 2077 and The Witcher actually pulled all of their digital sales and were working with, with um, and they're working with physical stores to make sure that their actual physical products were pulled from the shelves as well. Yeah, and it's great to see because obviously these sort of like business companies are obviously going to be limited in what they can do, but it is nice to see them doing what they can. Uh, but it's obviously not just been mm -hmm. EA or the mm -hmm. CD project. Uh, there's been a lot more. So Microsoft, Apple, even Netflix and PayPal, a lot of them are withdrawing most, mm -hmm. if not all of their yeah. services from Russia. Even Epic, they've, uh, they're have they going to let people still play their games if you've got it, but any new sales are suspended by Epic. No more World of Warcraft over there. Well, new players of World of Warcraft. <laughs> Which, in one second, I can understand, fair enough, if you already got the game, allowing them to continue playing it, but... Especially because I know some people have uh, expressed unfairness because obviously a lot of the Russian civilians, obviously, they are obviously not the ones that are going and invading Ukraine. A lot of them are still just normal people like me and you trying to go about their daily lives. But obviously a lot of the other countries, NATO, are very limited in what we can do. Right. In a lot of ways, it's we can't get directly involved in the war. So we have to find other ways to hurt Russia and be like, no, you need to stop this. 
Yeah, it's just another way to put pressure on its citizens to stand up, hopefully, even a little bit, and just say, this is wrong, or or this needs to stop in either way. And unfortunately, maybe some of those citizens might take it the wrong way and, and want retaliation against um, these gaming companies, which they have every right to do. Um, but hopefully they're seeing that um, that this invasion is just a, not the right thing to do and hopefully putting pressure on their government. And I know it's very hard for them to do in Russia, but it, it just a little bit of pressure. That's That's all that I think anybody can ask for. And that's mostly what a lot of these companies, all they can do, really. What did annoy me a little bit, and we were actually talking about this a little bit before we started recording, was Nintendo. So Nintendo, as well, has uh, stopped sales, but that is only because their payment processor is no longer working. Yep. So they're, they're, not, they're not taking a stand, they're just going, well... Our, 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 we practically can't make sales, so I guess we have to suspend sales. So it would have been nice to see them take a stand, but they're just being honest with their customers and saying, yeah, that's that's cool. We can't do it. Yeah, I can appreciate their honesty, but at the same time, it's kind of like, come mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. really. Do better. Do better. Than better. <laughs> uh, well, I did really like though uh, obviously this doesn't quite relate to gaming mm-hmm. but obviously some of the things uh snapchat oh yeah uh, and adobe and stuff have done as well just the little things they can do mm-hmm. to help so i know snapchat so for anyone that's a user of snapchat you know when you look at the snapchat map uh there's a or was a heat map function so you could see like density of like your friends and people in different areas that has been disabled i don't know uh, in ukraine it's been disabled it's be, yeah it's been disabled in ukraine not obviously worldwide so obviously people like me or you won't notice any difference but just so obviously that can't be used against the ukrainians which i think actually is absolutely great and it's mm-hmm. and i know in some ways some people might say oh but these are just little things what are they what what is one little thing gonna do but it's not just one little thing it's lots of little things Mm -hmm. which can help increase the pressure on russia Mm -hmm. well and in this case um it's saving lives i mean that's literally by snapchat doing that they they might have saved several hundreds of people's lives and we don't know thankfully if it did or not and we'll never know but that's that's okay uh we shouldn't gratefully that actually, I didn't read this, but it would be interesting to know if any other uh, apps did that. Like, for example, Fitbit, I know, got in a lot of trouble a while ago with the fact that you can track your run and that stuff is available to other people. And I know it got uh, it got hit in the, mil- the U.S. military where those uh, GPS signals were being sent back and people were able to track troop movements of the U.S. troops. So I wonder if they've done anything in Ukraine as well, or if they fixed that issue, I actually, I know, I've stopped following that story. I have an American's news uh, attention span. We cover the bad stuff and don't talk about the good. So I'm not sure if that actually did get fixed. Yeah, it's definitely one of those things. I hope other apps and services are doing their part. Obviously, when we were doing our research, we were mainly focusing within like the gaming industry. Um, so I do hope 
apps and stuff that aren't related to obviously the things we're mainly covering are doing their part as well. Every every little helps, as they say. But I, I do see that you know there we some of the gaming industry might be trying to restrict things and like Netflix, but. You know, some of us know those little little hacks and little ways around things like a VPN. Uh, looks like that there are actually Russians trying to use VPNs to get around those restrictions, which more power to them, but it would be nice if those companies stood up too. Yes, because that is something um, we briefly brought up before we started recording is obviously all this stuff these companies doing is great, but if someone's got access to a VPN, it's going to register them in a different country, and ergo, they can still access all these things. And, you know, that might not seem like a big deal if it's just normal civilians doing this, but obviously, if it's not, then that could unfortunately mean these measures are pointless. Yep. Gotta have a little bit of tech savvy to know how to do that stuff. And these companies, they're still, they're still trying to do what they can mm-hmm. yes absolutely absolutely and i'll all we all i can say to that is thank you honestly I, I, I mean i'm sitting here in my cozy little place in america but and and i can't do much but at least i i, I have a good feeling that someone is out there trying to again put that little bit of pressure that's all i can all i can ever ask i, I mean i'm not for let's go get them and kill them that's not me I'd much rather just see stuff like this and hopefully see stuff like this work. And that's me. <laughs> yeah, put pressure on that doesn't mean unnecessary people dying. Ideally, obviously, the ideal would be this getting resolved quickly and as peacefully as possible. But in that regard, we'll just have to wait and see if a lot of these methods do work or not. It's probably still a bit too early to tell if they're having any real effect. Because especially when it comes to Russia, obviously if the civilian populace can put pressure on its government, great, but at the same time they don't have the rights to freedom of speech that we do. That is all we have for you in the game industry news today. We're going to move on to a slightly happier topic and cover the game releases for April 2020. There is quite a lot, so just going to go through the titles. None of these games are anything I'm particularly looking into, so don't really know much about them. But you might have been waiting to hear the release date for one of these games, so let's get into it. So to start off with, we have Winter Ember coming out on the 19th, Warstride Challenges, which is also the 19th, Ember Knights, which is the 20th, Terraformers, 21st, Godlike Burger, also on the 21st, and also Leela's Skyark and Trolley Problem on the 21st. Then we have the Serpent Rogue coming out on the 26th, Dune Spice Wars, also on the 26th, Hollow Mento and Unsold on the 27th, Capital Sparks of Revolution, Trigon Space Story, and Rogue Legacy 2 on the 28th. And finally, we have Exovobia coming out on the... And then finally, we have Exophobia, which is coming out this month, but an exact date has not been mentioned. I might have to look into that when the name sounds cool. <laughs> 
Thank you for joining us for this episode of Gaming News, and we'll catch you in the next one. Bye.